I'm life and business coach, Samantha Sifring, and this is the Online Business Building Mamas podcast, where you learn how to build a wildly successful business from home while raising kids. Hello, mamas. How are you? I hope you're doing amazing. I am loving Mama to CEO right now. We just had our first coaching call ever last week, and it was a solid hour of hardcore business coaching on marketing messages, what to do on social media, how to create value, how to change your thoughts, how to handle visibility shame, how to deal with difficult clients. So many great topics, and it was incredibly fun. I felt like I was hosting a party at my house and everybody got to be a part of it. Everyone got so much from each other's coaching and I really love seeing how group coaching allows you to get even more aware of your blind spots because people get coached on things that you haven't even realized were getting in your way before. What I am loving most about Mama to CEO right now is that it is just the beginning of this program. I have such a big vision for it, how I'm growing it, how it's going to shift my business and the impact that it's going to have on everyone who joins. I truly think that online businesses are the solution for all moms, but especially moms who want to be with their kids and have a fulfilling career, I think it is the answer. And I think every mom who wants that vision for herself should be able to make great money doing it. This program makes that a possibility for every single mom by only making that one investment in the program. The course already has everything you need and you get weekly live coaching with me It is so good, and I feel like I'm both enjoying how good it is right now and like pre-enjoying the vision for where it's going and what it's going to be like. So I just can't wait. I can't wait to give you more updates. I can't wait to coach all of you live in that program. So join if you haven't already. It is good stuff. Okay, let's get into today's episode. Every single day, we are telling ourselves stories about ourselves. On this episode, I'm going to be giving you tips on how to separate stories from facts and teaching you how to use your self-stories to change anything you want in your life or business. Most of the thoughts that we have about ourselves on a day-to-day basis feel like factual observations. So we feel like we're just observing the truth about ourselves, like we're watching an animal in the zoo and just making notes about its behavior, what it's doing, what it's eating. The actual truth is that the thoughts we have about ourselves aren't factual observations at all. They're stories. And the stories we tell about ourselves become who we are, not the other way around. This past week, one of my clients in Mama to CEO was struggling with this thought 
I don't know where my ideal clients are. She felt confused. She felt unclear. She was spending lots of time on passive action, asking for advice, consuming trainings on marketing, but not taking massive action in her business that was going to make her visible to her ideal clients. So we coached on that thought and we talked about her ideal clients. We discovered that her ideal clients are women who want to lose weight. And guess what? These clients are everywhere. And so later that day, she was inspired to just go live and deliver value to her audience that she already has. And someone booked a discovery call with her immediately after that live. And that was the first discovery call she has had all year. The story that she had that she didn't know where her clients were was preventing her from taking action. And it had her doubting her ability to make her business work at all. She was feeling really discouraged. Another client this week was struggling with something similar. She was feeling pressure about her financial goal of making $3,000 in May. Prior to having the financial goal, she felt like she was able to show up and sell in her business in a much more relaxed way. And it was the goal that was making her stress out and act weird and not sign clients. I know a lot of you have this story. She for sure was very convinced that it was the goal that was making her feel pressure. This client though has another six figure business. So I asked her if she set goals in that other business and how that went for her if she did. I didn't know what her answer was going to be. I was just curious. And what she realized as she was answering is that she sets goals in that other business all the time and she hits them every single time without having any stress about it ever. In that moment, she realized that her story, the story that financial goals caused her stress was not true at all. She actually has a self story in the successful business that she is somebody who sets goals and hits them without stress. And the only problem is that she didn't see the parallel between the two businesses and she didn't transfer her thoughts about herself, the self stories from the successful business into the new business. Most people are like this client. They have self stories that contradict each other in different areas of their lives. So maybe you're somebody who is super consistent about working out, but you're inconsistent about showing up in your business. This is a self story problem. You're forgetting in your business that you're someone who does show up consistently. We think that there's a set in stone truth about us and we want to understand that truth. This is why personality tests are so popular. I love them too. I totally confess that I love them, but I have studied them in depth. When I got my psychology degree, I took several classes on personality psychology, and here's what I learned. Most personality tests are just a measure of your self stories not the objective truth about you. They help you capture your thoughts 
about yourself, the way that you see yourself, the way that you think you're observing yourself, but your true nature is actually much more fluid than the personality test would show and then you think it is. Embracing that fluidity in your nature is going to allow you to change your behavior and your feelings when it serves you to do that instead of not thinking, feeling, and behaving in a way that you want to because you think that that's how you're wired. Here's the real truth about how you're wired. As humans, we are all wired pretty much the same. We are wired to survive. We have wiring like the fight, flight, and freeze response, programming to seek pleasure and avoid pain, the drive to reproduce, and the survival strategy of using as little energy as possible to save it for an emergency. But most of what we think of as our wiring is actually just our thoughts about ourselves, our self-stories. So if our self-stories aren't an observation of who we are, but actually determine who we are, we can change our self-stories to change who we are and what we do. This is how people become extraordinary, achieve impossible goals, and create things that the world has never seen before. And it's how you can build a business that is beyond your wildest dreams. Most people think that the better we think of ourselves, the worse we are. Have you noticed this? When actually, the better we think of ourselves, the better we are. Our brains work as self-fulfilling prophecies. You'll rise up or lower down to meet whatever it is you're thinking and believing to be true about yourself. So let's talk about how to change your self-stories so you will rise up and become better to meet them because this is something most of my clients really struggle to put into practice when they learn it. They like the idea, but they don't know how to actually do it and I don't want to leave you hanging. So here is the simple process for how you do this. Step one, choose some new thoughts. Step two, Practice those new thoughts regularly. Step three, let your brain do the rest. Here are a few ways to do step one, to choose those new thoughts. Either hop on a coaching call or whip out your journal to write these down. Either typing or writing is fine, but getting them out of your brain is the most important part. Then documenting them for future practice is the next most important part. We are always thinking that we can just coach ourselves in our brain instead of writing it down. I know that you think this. I know I think this too sometimes, but it's like trying to wash a spoon while it's in a bowl of soup. It has to come out of the soup to be able to get clean. Okay. So get it out of your brain, out into a conversation with your coach or onto a piece of paper from here. You can always choose your new thoughts based on what is already in your brain. I actually recommend that you always choose your new thoughts based on what's already in your brain, not reading other people's mantras or ideas. Sometimes those can work, 
But the most effective and easiest to believe new thoughts are the ones that are already in your own brain. So you can look at thoughts that you already have about yourself by asking a question like, what are some things that you love about yourself? What do you already know about yourself that's positive? And just come up with as many thoughts as you can. You can also look at thoughts that you already have in your brain but haven't applied to yourself yet by asking yourself something like, what are thoughts that you have about someone that you really admire? Or what do you want to think about yourself? Or what do I need to be thinking about me as the CEO of this business? I tried this last one recently and I came up with some great thoughts. Step two is practicing those new thoughts regularly to absorb your new thoughts as new self stories. You're going to need to be doing two different things. First, remembering to practice the new thought as often as possible. And second, asking your brain to look for evidence that the new thought is true really often. You can do this looking for evidence by writing. And when you are working really hard on integrating a new self story, I recommend to you that you do this type of journaling every single day. So to remind yourself of the new story, get creative. You can turn it into a password for something you log into really often. You can make it the background of your phone. You could write it on your mirror in the bathroom with a dry erase marker. You could put a post-it somewhere that you're going to see it often. There's so many ways. So don't be limited by my suggestions. Think about what's going to work for you. I have a lot of clients who love to write it on a post-it and then stick it to their computer so they see it every time they're working. When you're reminding yourself, what you need to know is that just thinking it is not where the magic is. I had a client tell me this past week, I'm doing the mindset work every day and it's not working. And what we discovered is that she's not feeling an emotional shift. That is the most important part. You need to feel the feeling that this new thought is true. You need to feel an emotional shift from not believing to believing. That's what you're going for when you're reminding yourself of the new thoughts and also looking for evidence. This is going to come from a willingness to believe it. So you need to let go of your resistance to believing something that you don't all the way believe yet. If you find yourself with a really resistant brain, get coached on this as much as you need to. That will really help. This is just a strong pathway in your brain that you're going to need to reroute and rewire. And sometimes it can just take some work. It's not a problem. Know that eventually you can move past this if you're willing and committed to the new story becoming your new truth. The last step in this process is letting your brain do the rest of the work. When you're willing and committed to writing a new self story and you practice thinking it often, feeling the feelings of it, looking for the evidence that it's true every day, your brain will begin to absorb it as true. It will start to shift how you show up and act. And over time, 
that's going to begin to create new results in your life or business. It's definitely work. I know. Even though it's work on your thoughts, it's definitely still hard work. But it's absolutely worth the payoff of becoming the person that you most want to be. Knowing that you create who you are by the self-stories you tell and using that to become the best you. If you like this podcast, I want to invite you to coach with me over in my program, Mama to CEO. There's you and there's the consistent income you want to make in your business. And I help you remove everything standing in between. It's lifetime access for mastering your marketing, sales, time, and everything else you need to have the business and life you really want. Whether it's making your first thousand or a hundred thousand, I can help you do it. To join, go to mamatoceo.com, M-A-M-A-T-O-C-E-O.com.